Ketu from BA. This is a Rorschach Nigeria update from the 28th of September 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. We kick off this episode with the never-ending story about President Tinubu's academic records. On Thursday the 21st, Nancy Maldonado, a judge of a U.S. district court, ordered the Chicago State University to hold off on releasing Tinubu's academic documents. Recall that on Tuesday the 19th, Jeffrey Gilbert, another U.S. judge, had ordered the Chicago State University to release Tinubu's results and give them to one of the opposition candidates, Atiku Abubakar, from the People's Democratic Party, or PDP. However, Tinubu's lawyers made an appeal against the decision of Judge Gilbert. Reportedly, Tinubu's lawyers said that releasing the results to Abubakar may cause Tinubu unrepairable damage. The appeal was called into question as the opposition believed that Tinubu was hiding things from the public. Meanwhile, on Monday the 25th, Peter Obi, the presidential candidate of the Labour Party, or LP, said that he had nothing to do with the violent protests that are taking place across the country. Remember that the presidential election tribunal ratified the victory of President Tinubu about a week ago. Many supporters of Peter Obi were not happy with the court's verdict. Some of them have even called for a nationwide protest. However, Obi insisted that he trusts the Nigerian legal system and hopes that the Supreme Court will overturn the ruling of the presidential tribunal. Still on politics, on Tuesday the 26th, the governorship election tribunal in Lagos State ratified the victory of Babajide Sanwaolu. Badebo Rhodes Fever, the candidate for the LP, and Olajide Adidiran, the candidate for the PDP, had challenged the victory of Sanwolu in March. The two opposition candidates alleged that Sanwolu had won the election through vote rigging and by intimidating voters. The candidates have vowed to head to the Supreme Court in the hope of a different outcome. In gubernatorial elections, the Independent National Electoral Commission, or INEC, has raised concerns about the insecurity level in the country. On Wednesday the 27th, the electoral body said that it cannot guarantee a free election in Kogi, Bayelsa and Imo state if the government does not address security issues in two of the three states where the elections will be held. Reportedly, due to insecurity issues in Kogi and Imo state, Many qualified residents have failed to apply for INEC ad hoc staff roles. On Monday the 25th, Simon Lalong, the Minister of Labour and Employment, said that there would be a salary increase. He said this to avoid any possible strike actions from workers. Recall that labour unions had embarked on a two-day warning strike a few weeks ago and promised an indefinite strike if their demands were not met. However, the Labour Minister had asked for a week's grace from leaders of the unions so President Tinubu could ratify the salary increase. He asked the union to wait for Tinubu's return since he was in New York for the UN General Assembly. The Nigeria Labour Congress, or NLC, and the Trade Union Congress, or TUC, said that the grace period was over so the leaders of both unions held a meeting on Tuesday the 26th and decided they would go on strike on Tuesday, the 3rd of October. Recall that both unions had shared different views on the effectiveness of strike action. 
The TUC had earlier said it would wait for the government's decision on its demands. The unions are currently demanding an increase in the minimum wage from $38 to $155. In related news, on Tuesday the 26th, the Senate confirmed the appointment of a new governor for the Central Bank of Nigeria, or CBN. The new governor, Olayemi Cardoso, will take over from the embattled former governor, Godwin M. Fiele, who has been under investigation for crimes relating to illegal arms position. Cardoso said that he is prepared to tackle the economic woes of the country, including rising inflation and unstable exchange rates. Now to the most trendy topic in the entertainment industry. Yes, you guessed it, Mobad's death. During the investigation to unravel the mystery behind the singer's death, the police arrested the auxiliary nurse who treated Mobad. Reportedly, the singer received an injection from the nurse shortly before his death. On Saturday the 23rd, the National Association of Nigerian Nurses and Midwives said that the unnamed person who treated Mohab was not a registered nurse. The association also warned Nigerians to avoid receiving treatment from uncertified healthcare workers. Still on Mobad's death, recall that in October 2022, singer and songwriter Naira Marley had a disagreement with Mobad when a video of Mobad said that Nigerians should hold Naira Marley responsible if any harm was ever done to him. So many said Marley was responsible for Mobad's death. However, Marley wrote on his Instagram account that the video issue had been resolved and that his rivals were spreading rumors about him taking part in Mobad's death. He said he had nothing to do with the artist's death and that he was sad about the passing. He announced that he would go back to Nigeria to help the police in their investigations of Mobad's death. The music star has been abroad since the 31st of August. Moving on to the country's most celebrated day. Just in case you do not know, Nigeria's Independence Day celebration will come up on Sunday, the 1st of October. George Akume, the secretary to the government of the Federation, or SGF, has said that President Tinubu only approved a low-key celebration due to the economic hardship in the country. A few events have been lined up for the celebration. However, the notable ones are the presidential broadcast on Sunday the 1st and the military parade on Monday the 2nd of October. The theme of this year's celebration is titled, quote, Renewed Hope for Unity and Prosperity, unquote. On sports, it's been a week of misfortune for Nigeria's most informed striker, Victor Osimhen. The Napoli talisman missed a penalty on Sunday the 24th in a league match against Bologna. Rudy Garcia, the head coach, substituted Osimhen by the 86th minute of the game. Reportedly, they had an argument afterward, but Osimhen apologized to Garcia at the end of the 0-0 draw. However, on Tuesday the 27th, a trending video from the official Napoli TikTok account mocked Osimhen for missing the penalty. Even though the video has been deleted, Roberto Calenda, Osimhen's agent, has said that the player will take legal action against the club. Osimhen has deleted all pictures related to his club, aside from his Instagram page. 
The video was called into question as Nigerian fans were angry and demanded that the striker play for another club in January. Still on sports, Nigeria has lost its bid to host the 2027 African Cup of Nations, popularly known as AFCON. On Wednesday the 27th, the Confederation of African Football, or CAF, Executive Council members awarded the competition to Kenya, Uganda and Tanzania. This will be the first time three countries host the competition. Nigeria last hosted the AFCON in 2000. Ghana was its co-host. Morocco will host the 2025 tournament. And that's it for this week. But don't leave, we have something very important to tell you. Even though we have been doing these updates for a while, the number of listeners isn't increasing. We need to get these numbers up to keep doing the show. We need a bigger audience, and that's where you come in. We need your help. Please tell as many people as you can about these updates. Your friends, your family, your colleagues, people who need to practice their English, people who are curious about what's going on in Nigeria. Tell everyone you know about us. You can also post about us on social media with the link to the Nigerian update. It would really help. Please, if you want to tell us how to get more listeners, we are all ears. Contact us by sending us an email at nigeria at rorschach.com or a DM via Instagram or Twitter at Rorschach Nigeria. Sorry for the bad news. Hope we can stay with you. Kaodi. Ka